This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anyway, like, that's easy to do. Harder now, what all these guys have done is play each and every week and contribute mightily to a team that's still in the postseason. Speaking of Ron Rivera, press conferences and interviews, I wanted to talk quarterbacks and what Rivera has been saying because we now have our answer key, don't we? We have speculated for months. We have assumed. We have wondered. We have been curious for a while. What is exactly going on with Wentz, with Heineke, with the timeline for recovery, with the rest of this season and the starting job? And now we know. I think if you read between the lines with Ron Rivera, he is giving you the answer key right now. We start with his press conference yesterday when asked about quarterback moving forward and whether or not he considers a change. This is what Ron Rivera told the media. Ron, do you, did you give, do you give any thought to a change of quarterback for next week? No, no, David. I, I think that the biggest thing more than anything else is, you know, sticking with, with Taylor and, and, and what we're trying to establish, um, you know, and, and it is something though that obviously is talked about obviously out there. And it is something that, you know, to, to be quite frank, as I do have to think about at some point. But if we can continue to – if we can get back on track and play the way we've played and do things that we've done, um, you know, then we'll stick with where we are. Uh, until then, you know, I, I, will, I will do that. Translation. He could have just stopped it. no, we're sticking with Taylor. Did he stop there, Danny? No, he did not. He did no, not. He did not. He I, went further and said – it's something that's going to be talked about out there. He said, obviously, a bunch, which shows a little discomfort while he's speaking, which is fine. But he goes on to say, I have to think about it, meaning making a quarterback change. At some point, there's only three points left. There's only three games left in the season. And then he said, we need to get back on track, meaning if we don't get back on track, that's when we would make the change. Well, I would make the case they're kind of on track. Like what happened this week was the same as all the other weeks. Yeah. Heineke threw for 240-plus yards. He actually hit some stuff down the field you haven't been hitting in weeks. He didn't throw an interception in the game. He's thrown plenty of interceptions. In fact, he didn't even throw any near interceptions until the final couple of plays when he threw a pick in the end zone that got dropped. 
We've had games where he's thrown three or four almost interceptions. That's right. You can make the case he was better this week than he's been in a bunch of games. But here's the difference. They lost this time. Ah, yes. So the offense was the exact same. You could run the ball well. You didn't throw it for half of the game and then were able to in the second half. You didn't score enough points. But if he doesn't fumble in the red zone, that's a field goal. If you score the touchdown on the final play, I mean, you're talking about getting two or over 20 points, which is kind of the goal every week for this team. That's their that's their you know, the magic number for them pretty much, right? You do that, you win most of the games. So this is, in my opinion, like misleading this idea that you're now off track when it's the exact same track you've been driving on. Yep. The limited quarterback is limited. The limited offense because of that and some of the other variables we've been talking about is exactly what you saw this past week. You just lost. So I take this to mean, Danny, and you tell me if you disagree with me, we need to get back on track. We need to win. If we beat San Francisco, then Heineke keeps the job. If we don't, Carson Wentz against Cleveland. That's what I think. I don't disagree with that. I think he's itching. Like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I don't have a great one. But just when one of my sons has something and the other wants it, it becomes that that's the only quest that matters. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Can I have a turn? Can I have a turn? Can I have a turn? I want a turn. Mom, can I have a turn? Dad, can I have a turn? He's not giving me a turn. Like, it feels like he's just antsy in the pantsy. It feels like the instant he can get away with it. Because that's how, that's what it is right now. He knows. He's smart enough to know. He played, he was in the locker room. He's coached forever. He understands that if you disrupt the mojo, such as it is, before it's good and ready, players get ticked off. They don't like it. They go, we're winning. We're winning right now. So nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. But it matters to me, pudgy afternoon drive guy. I can sort of figure it out. I can read between the lines. I can look to the future. I don't, I don't have to worry about this week. I can worry about all the weeks. I can worry about years from now. He can't. He's got the coach has to worry about how do I get the best this week. And the best this week would not be just to pull the plug on a guy that was 5-1-1 one, and one as a starter, quote-unquote. That's not. That's not. That wouldn't make Jonathan Allen happy. That wouldn't make you know the, the offensive lineman happy. It wouldn't make anybody happy. But you drop a couple games, all of a sudden you got your pathway again. You got your path to say, this is where we're better off. That's what I've been saying all along. As long as you're winning, then him not playing that well and or make it more positive, then the passing game as a whole not operating at a high level is just not going to get him benched. But if they lose a couple games, unless he is outstanding, that will be the excuse needed. Because I frankly don't think it's true to say you got off track, as I just pointed out. I think this is just going to be out of convenience. They want to play Wentz because they traded for Wentz. They want to play Wentz because they gave a lot up for him, and they want to see what he looks like in this offense again. You can't make the change as long as you're winning, but if you're not winning, now all of a sudden you're able to do whatever you want to do. So how about what is Rivera saying about Heineke right now? Does he sound like he is still impressed? Is he still endorsing him? This was J.P. Finley's interview with Rivera for NBC after his press conference yesterday. See, the, the, the thing that we have to also, when we game plan, understand is what his strengths are. And let's play to that. Let's continue to play that strength. There's some things that he's not going to be able to do that he doesn't do as well as other guys. And that's what we've tried to do. And, you know, again, making sure that we don't get behind the chains is one of the things that, that has helped him. When the chains are in a positive mode for him, those little things that he does – they become real good things for us. But when we're behind them, those little things he does aren't quite as 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 beneficial. 
glowing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> on the wings of confidence right now, there. I mean, and look, I truly appreciate Rivera's honesty on this. Yeah. I think he's been really honest about Heineke all along. And I think he's done it probably as a calculated way to try to calibrate some expectations with this fan base. I think he sees in some way that the Heineke fandom has taken flight and he's going, guys, you settle down a little bit. And so from the offseason, when he basically made it really clear, this guy can't do everything we want him to do. We got to go get a better quarterback. At the risk of almost at times it being disrespectful. And the good thing is Heineke doesn't seem to have much of an ego here. I give him a lot of credit for that. Because, you know, Baker right. Mayfield, who's the number one overall pick, you critique him publicly, you try to go get Deshaun Watson, he throws a fit and wants to be traded. It's different when you've been sleeping on your sister's couch, taking classes at Old Dominion. He's just happy to be here, guy, right? Agreed. Heineke's just, hey, I can't believe I'm in this uh, yeah. restaurant. Outstanding teammate, great attitude about it. Un understands his, his place at the table. He's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, throwing the lighter to, uh, to Cal at, at the Titanic dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just, can't believe he's dining with you fine folks. And so he's taking these slaps to the face like love taps. But you just don't hear this. And again, I'm, I'm not knocking Rivera. I'm, I'm glad he's being so honest. I think it's important to this conversation because there are so many people in the fan base who just see the result and, and think he should be the starter long term even. When's the last time you heard a coach kind of say, even Mike White, you know, or some like uh, little engine who could type who, who's uh -huh. overachieving. You just don't see coaches saying, Hey, there's a lot of things he can't do. We we gotta realize yeah, those. We we have to build the perfect street for his broken wagon to to be able to go down and navigate it. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like this road is so perilous. Any any deviation, oh buddy, we're boned. That's how it sounds, and which is not your your ringing endorsement. All right, so here's one more Rivera cut on this. I think this is the one. Yeah, this one's pretty important. So, well, I, I won't lead the witness. You guys listen to it, and then we'll analyze. So so with Taylor, it it was one thing. Carson's been hurt for most of Taylor's run. So when there have been times where maybe it, there's just struggles or it's just not the offense isn't performing at a high level, it's just kind of performing, yep. Carson's in sweats, so you don't really think about it. I was down there at halftime. I saw Carson come sprinting out of that tunnel. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this 6'5 unit. Did, does that change the, yeah. the, the kind of the situation at all? It does. It does. I mean, you know, going into the second half, scoring early, moving the ball the way we did, it was. It would have been hard for me to to, to, to sure. make a change right there. I mean, I have to. If that went differently, could you have thought about it? Yes, it had. But you know, again, it didn't. Right. So, so it never crossed my mind. Once we got that score, I always felt, okay, here we go, here it comes. That was the best drive of the game. Yeah, but but you're you're thinking, here we go, and and this is what we got to do, and let's continue with this. Oh, I don't know how to hear that and not think that essentially what he said there was. Yeah, we were considering making a quarterback change if we didn't go on that drive at halftime. They go to start at the second half. It's 14 to 3. They get the ball. If they go three and out, that sounds to me like Carson Wentz would have been in the game. Wait, am I am I what did I am I wrong here? Very possible. Or at least that there would have been a conversation about putting him in the game. I mean, we're talking about six plays, 96 yards that was basically a throw first drive where they ran the ball once traditionally with Robinson, and they had a jet action end around with the um, Tommy Brown. But otherwise, Heineke, who was clinical and textbook on the drive. It was awesome. And at the end of the drive, he threw a dime of a touchdown. And right then and there, I remember looking to the people next to me in the press box going, 
All right, well, you're not seeing Wentz tonight. Like, he just saved his job. Crowd's literally going Heineke, Heineke. Yeah, they, they were waiting to chant Heineke, and they got their opportunity because he was marvelous on that drive and went and scored a touchdown. And that's oftentimes when he does some of his best work. Mm-hmm. Back is against the wall. Seems like the walls might even be caving in as your back's on that wall. And, yeah, it seemed like they might have been thinking in the locker room. You're not going to make the change coming out of halftime, but the third quarter's got to go differently. Like if you if you go three and out once or twice, if you turn the ball over, let's say you know that first drive of the second half, he throws a pick. I think you probably would have seen Wentz. That's what I take out of that answer. And now, with him having in the the clips that we've played for you, said we're starting Heineke for now, but at some point we'll have to consider making a change. And also on the same day in a different interview with NBC, acknowledging to JP that. Yeah, if if we didn't get going there, we might have made a change. It's very possible we see Carson Wentz this weekend. And I am of the belief that if they lose to San Francisco, which a lot of people think they're going to, and the deck is stacked against them in Heineke, by the way. It's the number one defense playing at their best. It's a short week. You played on Sunday night. Now you're playing on Saturday afternoon. You're flying cross-country. By the way, the 49ers played on Thursday this past week, so they have extra rest, and they're a better team than you. All that's going against you. Oh, yeah, there's that. The one thing you've got going for you is that Brock Purdy is a neophyte who I think we all assume could throw two or three picks at some point and just look like he doesn't belong, but it hasn't happened yet. So far, he's been really good. Maybe he can keep you in the game if your defense can take the game over, too. You're almost as good as San Francisco up front defensively. But it just seems like you're sending Heineke into the the Lions' den. Yeah. You know, it it just seems like you have already been told that all the cops are in the room waiting and you're just sending him into a deal. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it? Yes. Am am, am I crazy? No, you're not. Uh, This is a great setup to fail game. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like if, if he gets out of this game playing okay, then. Unless they won, you still make a move at the end of this game. That's what it feels like to me. But uh, let's take some calls on that and see what people think. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.